0: All right. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Sydney Coach replay show. This is our first ever live edition of the show, and I'm super excited. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and with me today, we bring back Dr. Stephanie Athanito. Welcome back, Stephanie. Thank you. Happy to be here, Corey. Yeah, I'm super excited. And so, uh, what's also unique about today is before we've only premiered our videos they've been pre-recorded all of our episodes and featured on uh, premiered on Facebook first and then we put it on our other platforms today we are live in, in on Facebook and on YouTube and um, also through Periscope so welcome Allison's joining us hey Allison <laughs> welcome. Hi. All right. So today we are talking about um, working with veteran teachers or veteran educators. It doesn't even have to be, you know, coaching a teacher. Sometimes we are coaching other coaches or working with administrators. But really, um, I'm excited for this topic, Stephanie. You know, I, I know that. Yeah, you are. You are a literacy teacher and educator. You you are a literacy coach. You've written a book on literacy coaching, Uh, so so I love that you're going to get to talk with me today about working with veteran educators, and um, because I think we all we all coach at some point someone who maybe is even more experienced or more veteran status than us. Um, I know when I first started coaching, everybody I worked with pretty much was more veteran than I was, um, and it, it can be unique and it, and you can approach that differently, which is also exciting. So, right. so Stephanie, what is so unique about um, coaching veteran
1: teachers? Well, the thing about coaching is that every coaching partnership we create is unique, right? We work with different teachers in different ways, maybe work with new teachers differently than um, pre-service teachers or veteran teachers, classroom teachers, different than specialist teachers, because everyone always has a unique kind of teaching situation that they're working with. Um, So as coaches, we tend to look at teachers' expertise, their experience, and the classroom of students in front of them when we're making decisions about what our coaching might look like. And when we're working with veteran teachers, the the obvious difference is that they have years of experience to draw on. And that can make coaching um, a little bit challenging and a little bit more exciting. So it can sometimes be hard to bring new ideas to teachers who have a lot of experience that they haven't already tried before or to offer new insights that they already haven't uncovered as they're working with their own students. And so that shifts the focus of coaching a bit to really become a true partnership where you're both learning together as you're exploring instruction and teaching and learning with whatever group of students they have in front of them.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's so true and brings so much to the table. Um, and whether I'm working with a more experienced uh, teacher or a novice or even pre-service teacher, Um, I learned something from every one of those partnerships. um, And I really believe that those, that coaching is a partnership approach for me. Um, But with veteran teachers, it really is so exciting because that you can really dive a little bit deeper, right? So we're not working on some of the basic skills, we're really diving really deep into some um, different strategies or unique uh, set of problems that um, I get to kind of move from surface level coaching into that more rigorous coaching.
1: Right, right.
0: So, uh, so you've outlined a few tips. We talked a little bit before the show, you've got a couple Mm -hmm. tips for us. Um, So I'm going to let you share a couple of those. What are some of your tips
1: for working with veteran teachers? Okay. Well, I have three. I always seem to go with the number three. Uh, But I have tips that are just good coaching tips in general. They're good tips for working with any kind of coaching partnership. But in my experience, I find they're especially helpful for working with veteran teachers. Um, And the first one is to be very clear about the coaching role and to make sure that coaching role involves both of you, both the coach and the teacher, really valuing your position as learners. You know, in some coaching relationships, when teachers are new, they're looking to you for more guidance or for more mentoring and to help them figure out this new kind of situation that they're in. But with veteran teachers, they have so many years of experience to draw from. So coaching isn't about teaching them something new or going into their classroom to change something or fix something, that's not what coaching is. But especially when working with veteran teachers, it's really important to form that partnership, right? That I'm gonna learn from you and what your experience has brought to the table from working with students. And ideally, the teacher is also working from the coach who brings a different set of experiences, a different knowledge base and, and a different lens to look at instruction with and it's when you bring those two together and really think about the partnership and the new insights that you can uncover working together where coaching can really blossom when you're working with an experienced teacher.
0: Yeah, and I think that is, um, that's a really important stance to take within that type of work. And that's really, you know, I started out as um, a very young coach. I was the youngest instructional coach in my district when I left the classroom. and. Um, mm-hmm. again, everyone I began to work with, um, there were very few newbies on my caseload of, of teachers that I was working with. So um, I, I love that partnership approach. And sometimes I would even, you know, talk with that, um, that teacher about how I can be their gopher, like if there is something that if there's a new strategy that you've been interested in looking into, but you just haven't had the time yet to really Learn how to use that particular app and start to connect that to the ways you're doing things. Um, Let me play around with it a bit. Give me one of your lessons and let me see if and then I'll show you what I maybe came up with. And if you like it, use it. If you don't, we can kind of tweak from there. But I can I can be that person to help experiment and just kind of bounce those ideas off of which can be really powerful.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: All right, and then I'm going to take a look. Uh, oh, Allison said, "Yeah, using that lens definitely changes everything," and I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important lens for all the work that we do, for sure. Right. What's what's your
1: second tip for us, Stephanie? My second tip um, is to really honor the veteran teachers' experience and the expertise that they bring to the coaching. Um, not too long ago, I was working with a group of teachers. We were talking about early literacy intervention and really sitting around the table, trying to figure out what this group of kids needed next. And everyone was throwing ideas around and one of the teachers stopped and, and she's like, wait. And she turned to me, she's like, just what's the right thing to do? Like, just tell us what's the right thing to do. And it, And it made me smile because I, you know, I said, you know, sure, I bring lots of literacy experience to the table, but the teachers have years of experience in their grade level that I don't have as a coach or they have a whole year's worth of experience getting to know their students, which I don't know. And so that levels the playing field there is, when working with experienced teachers, it's less of a coach and a coachee and more of just a collegial partnership that's being formed. And so really honoring that and bringing it into your coaching, you know, asking them, what, what has been working? What can I learn from you as well? How do you make your decisions as a teacher? And and what have you already tried with this group of students? And what are you thinking about? As you mentioned, Corey, of what can I do to help and to jump into that kind of teaching situation with you? Um, If they know that the relationship is really a two way street, and that what they bring is just as important as what the coach brings, it opens up for a better coaching relationship.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And and again, a lot of the times, um, you know, I worked with veteran teachers who have thought, well, you know, I don't know if if I'm kind of the coaching material. Like I know you work with a lot with new teachers, and I yes, I would love some feedback and some things, but I'm a veteran teacher and it's letting them know that, you know. Everybody has places to learn and grow from each other. And I love that, again, that collegial partnership piece. And, um, you know, even working with a veteran teacher, maybe not on their own practice as much as working on how they can support other members on the campus um, and kind of be that master experience. Let's turn your classroom into one of the model classrooms so it can kind of be a lab classroom for others to be able to see some of these practices. So I love that. I love that. What about data? What about data for working with veteran teachers?
1: The data, the the, the data focus was my my third tip, um, mm-hmm. which was really use the student data to drive your conversations around coaching and around instructional change and achievement. Um, as I mentioned, teachers who have lots of experience, it can be hard to you know, bring them something completely new or have them feel like, um, they they haven't tried most everything that has come their way as of yet. But every year, whether we're a new teacher or a veteran teacher, we're gifted with a new set of students that can change everything. (laughs) And all of our tried and true trips, tricks and tips might not work anymore. And the instructional practices that worked in the past might not be as effective. And it's not because our teaching needed to change for reasons inside of our teaching, it's because the group of students in front of us has changed, and so we need to respond accordingly. And putting our coaching conversations around that really shows how the coach can be a new set of eyes, a new lens, a new perspective to look at student responses and student achievement with, and how that can drive your goals as a coaching partnership forward, rather than something that might need or want to be changed in teaching.
0: Yeah, and I I love what you said there about um, the need to change, not because of the practices themselves, but because of the learners in front of us. And that's usually when I'm working with more veteran educators, that's usually the part, the shift that they're having the most trouble with. They've been doing something for a long time. It's been tried and true, and now it's not working. And sometimes it just requires a small... A small adjustment. Other times we've got to bring something new into the mix together. Um, but that's usually the hard part. And and they uh, do struggle with that. Like, is it me? Is is it my learners? Is it just this unique combination that we have together? Um, so that's powerful. In the spirit of using data to drive conversations, a big part of the Sydney Coach Replay Show is talking about the use of video right, for of this. Um, and I think video is a great tool for that data collection and the reflection on learning. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you use video with your veteran teachers that you're coaching, um, how does that, does that look different at all? Um,
1: is there any more autonomy that can be afforded in that use case? Yeah. Right, I, I, I think so. Um, you know, if we were working with new teachers and we were using video to really look at our instruction in the classroom, um, we may have our eye on certain things that we know we're working on that we're looking out for. You know, What do my transitions look like or how was my preparation or how did I respond with teacher language? We might have specific look fors depending on the goals that the teacher has. When working with a veteran teacher, they have so much to draw on in terms of their expertise and their experience. That sometimes using video can be more self-guided and really used as a self-reflection tool um, to notice things that might go by too quickly in the midst of the lesson. So really looking at certain students, looking at how they responded, looking at um, you know time on task on the kids in the back of the room. Maybe we were not um, looking at. Carefully in our lesson because we were working with another student. So really looking um, at a a broad view of that and using it to self-reflect because they come with all that knowledge that perhaps a new teacher might not.
0: Yeah, and and, you know, our what the research says and what our, our recommendations when you're working with new teachers in video is while new teachers, new to the classroom teachers, should be recording themselves frequently they shouldn't start Mm -hmm. by watching those videos of themselves. They should really start with model videos, videos of master teachers, being guided in their noticing for a very specific Mm -hmm. thing from a a mentor or a coach before they start looking at their own instruction um, because they don't have all of that, uh, deep and great knowledge just yet, right? So um, when we look at uh, the book Outlayers that talks about, really moving in that deep practice and, and really mastering something that takes 10,000 hours, which in the educator world, that equates to seven years in the classroom. So, um, but f- like you said, for our more veteran teachers, they, they understand the look for is it's just having that as a tool to pause and rewind and replay and really reflect. And, you know, sometimes I use video in that way for my teachers is it's just, hey, I have this new tool and if you wanna kind of coach thyself, um, you can use this and reach out to me if you've got Mm -hmm. some questions or if you you wanna bounce some ideas or reflect together, um, use it as more of a micro teaching approach, um, but Mm -hmm. really letting them drive that as opposed to a newer teacher. Now, if I have a, a, a veteran teacher who's learning something brand new, like they've, they're have they moving into blended learning with one-to-one devices, and it's a whole new kind of way of teaching, it feels, then they can learn our mode. But, um, yeah, right. I, I really love that idea. Anything else for our audience before... Um, before we end our show today. This has been a really good topic and I know there's so many other ways that we can talk about working with veteran teachers, but I love the three tips that you've brought to us for being clear about our coaching role and honoring that experience and the expertise, that autonomy really, and using that data. Anything else for our audience today?
1: No, I think I think we about covered it with those three tips there. Um, you know, other than to Really just embrace the role of the learner, um, of yourself as a learner, as a coach and really approach those partnerships through an inquiry lens because that can make all the difference in the world with forming some great instructional relationships with teachers.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and they are, kind of these are best allies for supporting others who might need a little bit more support right. um, in their classroom. So I love that idea. Um, that's, a great, that's a great last tip for us. Thanks again Thank for joining us today, Stephanie. It's always a oh. pleasure. Thank um, you, thanks for having me again. Yeah, thanks for being our first live featured coach. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so it's wonderful. Well, I know we're gonna see you again soon this year. Um, mm-hmm. Audience, join us next week for another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show.